everyone in this class we'll try to understand how urine gets concentrated by the kidneys kidney is able to excrete very concentrated urine with osmolality of 1400 milliosmoles per liter and a very dilute urine with osmolality of 50 milliosmoles per liter process of concentration or dilution of urine requires kidney to excrete water and solutes independently when water intake is decreased solutes are excreted in excess of water resulting in concentrated urine of maximum osmolality 1400 milliosmoles per liter when water intake is increased water is excreted in excess of solutes resulting the formation of the dilute urine of minimum osmolality of 50 milliosmoles per liter the formation of concentrated urine the basic requirement Uh, for the formation of the concentrated urine are there has to be hyperosmotic renal medulla and uh, the secretion of adh plays a important role hyperosmotic renal medulla increasing osmotic gradient that is present along the medullary interstitium is produced by combined action of loop of henle and vasa recta as a counter current multiplier and counter current exchanger respectively countercurrent system is defined as a system in which inflow runs parallel to and in close proximity to outflow in the opposite direction thus countercurrent system has two components that is countercurrent multiplier system and countercurrent exchanger system countercurrent multiplier system the loop of henle functions as a countercurrent multiplier and plays an important role in producing hypertonic medullary interstitium ascending limb and descending limb are parallel to each other and in close proximity the descending limb is highly permeable to water so water moves from the tubular lumen into medullary interstitium and it is not accompanied by sodium the medullary gradient is uh, uh, such that the interstitium becomes more and more hyperosmolar in the deeper parts of the medulla which is the main reason why water flows from the lumen into interstitium and not in reverse direction as a result the tubular fluid becomes more and more concentrated as it descends down the thin ascending loop of henle the concentration will be around 1200 to 1400 milliosmoles per liter at the apex of loop of henle then tubular fluid reaches the ascending limb the thick segment of ascending limb vigorously reabsorbs sodium along with chloride and potassium but this segment is impermeable to water therefore the tubular fluid loses sodium chloride and potassium but no water this means the tubular fluid begins to become diluted in ascending limb of loop of henle because of the movement of solutes from ascending limb of uh, loop of henle to interstitium the osmolarity of medullary interstitium increases and it becomes hypertonic this situation is uh, maximum in gg nephrons uh, because of long loop of henle the hypertonic tubular fluid is then delivered to the dct in the early part of the disconnectable reabsorption of the sodium continues which causes further dilution of the luminal fluid Finally the fluid enters the cortical collecting tubule 
when adh starts in cortical collecting tubules water flows massively from cd to the interstitium through aquaporins this flow of fluid continues until the osmolality of the collecting fluid attains that of interstitium thus the urine formed is very concentrated the medullary interstitial hypertonicity is also contributed by urea which moves out of the inner medullary portion of the collecting tubule this urea also play important role in the concentration of urine this in turn is influenced by a protein diet so high protein diet produces high concentration capacity of kidney for kidney so this is the diagram showing the nephron uh, where it is showing a concentration of urine in different parts so when the fluid enters uh, filtered tube enters into the descending loop of henle water is highly permeable and uh, because of the movement of the water the tubular fluid becomes concentrated and it reaches almost uh, 1200 to 1400 uh, milliosmoles per liter at the tip of the loop of henle and when the the fluid comes and reaches to the ascending thick loop of henle where the sodium chloride and uh, potassium are reabsorbed and water is not reabsorbed the solution becomes hypotonic and by the time it reaches to the distal connected tubule so it is hypotonic and when the fluid reaches the collecting duct uh, the again the because of the concentration gradient at the uh, interstitial medullary the water is going to be reabsorbed and again the urine gets concentrated and concentrated urine uh, get excreted uh, in the uh, concentrated urine get excreted see here you can see the isotonic plasma enters okay, as and when it reaches to the tip of uh, a loop of henle it reaches the concentration of 1200 to 1400 and because of the reabsorption of the solutes like sodium chloride and potassium it again becomes uh, hypotonic but when it reaches to the collecting duct again lot of the the water is reabsorbed and this hypotonic uh, fluid becomes hypotonic and it is excreted by the kidney the next figure shows recirculation of urea absorbed from the medullary collecting duct into the interstitial fluid this urea diffuses into the thin loop of henle and then passes through the distal connective tube and finally passes back into the collecting duct the recirculation of urea helps in trapping of the urea in renal medulla and contributes to the hyperosmolality of the renal medulla okay. so thus uh, the reabsorbed urea uh, into from the uh, the collecting duct it is going to enter into the uh, into the uh, the loop of henle it gets absorbed so again it is uh, uh, secreted or reabsorbed back only in the collecting duct and thus the recirculation of the urea is going to help in the uh, in the development of the inner medullary concentration gradient and thus it is going to help in the concentration of the urine the heavy dark lines from the thick ascending loop of henle 
to the medullary collecting ducts indicate that these segments are not permeable to urea. That is, uh, the, the, the numerical values have been given in milli uh, moles per liter of urea during antidiuresis when large amount of antidiuretic hormone are present. The percentage of filtered load of urea that remain in the tubules are indicated in the boxes. Okay, so you can see here. So this is how uh, how the urine uh, medullary concentration gradient is maintained at the outer modulla. I mean the uh, the interstitial uh, the tonicity is around 300 milliosmoles per liter and at the depth of the loop of Fenley it reaches almost 1200 to 1400 milliosmoles per liter. Countercurrent uh, exchanger system. Vasorecta functions as a countercurrent exchanger. It is responsible for maintenance of hyperosmolarity of medullary gradient developed by countercurrent multiplier system. If blood vessels were straight and the blood flow were high, the solute pumped into the renal medulla by countercurrent multiplier system would rapidly dissipate. The vasorecta also has a descending and ascending limb. It runs parallel to loop of Henle. Both limbs are permeable to water and solute except for the plasma proteins. Blood entering the, uh, the distal loop has an osmolarity of 300 milliosmoles per liter and the osmolarity of the blood leaving the loop of Henley's uh, or the ascending loop uh, is around 325 milliosmoles per liter. As the blood descends into the medulla, it becomes progressively more concentrated and partially by solute and entry from interstitial interstitium and partially by loss of water into the interstitium. By the time blood reaches the tip of the vasorecta, it has concentration about 1200 milliosmoles per liter. As the blood ascends back towards the cortex, it becomes progressively less concentrated as solutes diffuses back. Uh, into the medullary interstitium and as the water moves into the vasorecta. The blood passing through the ascending loop of vasorecta carry very little amount of sodium chloride from the medulla. Thus sodium chloride and urea are exchanged for water between the ascending loop and descending loop of vasorecta. Hence this system is called as countercurrent exchanger. If vasorecta was straight, sodium and urea in the interstitium would have been removed by circulation. The sluggishness of blood flow ensures the retention of sodium in the medullary interstitium. Okay. So this is the descending loop of the vasorecta where progressively as the fluid reaches, uh, the sodium is going to enter from the medulla into the, uh, into the, into the loop and the the fluid gets or uh, the blood gets concentrate, concentrated by the time it reaches the tip of the the loop the concentration is around 1200 and while the blood uh, ascend uh, when it is ascending in the loop uh, of recta the again the sodium chloride and urea it gets reabsorbed and water is going to enter inside because of the concentration gradient okay and uh, and again, the fluid becomes uh, uh, hypotonic. Secretion of ADH. 
In the late distal tubule and cortical collecting tubules, the osmolality of the fluid depends on the level of ADH. With high levels of ADH, these tubules are highly permeable to water. Formation of dilute urine when water content in the body increases, the kidney excretes dilute urine and it is achieved by inhibition of ADH secretion. And this diagram shows the formation of the dilute urine, urine when ADH levels are uh, very low. So ADH is mainly going to act on the collecting duct and when in absence of ADH, the water is not going to be reabsorbed back. So uh, the water, excess amount of water is going to excrete it and it is going to form the large amount of dilute urine. And that is how ADH controls the amount of urine or osmolality of the urine. Thank you.